0: and Edgar move. What's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema. They, they have a real shot to get to him.
1: Frazier's on it, and the Big Ten championship is in Champaign! They rushed the floor! And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game studios in Effingham, Illinois. It's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Broncos country, let's ride. And Eric Fry. Yeah, and you know, you're, you, 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 excuse me. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
2: Welcome in! Uh, Welcome in! Uh, Woke up today, realized that it was Wednesday already. I know. Man, Christmas really kind of threw everything in a loop for this weekend. I guess all the tournaments as well. Yes,
0: yes. But hey, Travis, we are halfway through the week.
2: Halfway through the week already.
0: Which means we are almost done with the year. Yeah.
2: 2023 coming to a close. Coming to a close before we know it here. Welcome in to a Wednesday edition of the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, we're both here and we're hanging out with you talking about local sports and the sports in general for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. Coming up, we'll be hitting up on all the things that happened in local sports Uh, there yesterday. Those uh, high school basketball uh, holiday tournaments uh, tipping off, getting underway way and we'll take a look at the action for today and some of that is already off and running tipping off at 9 30 9 o'clock this morning so uh, we'll get you up to date with a couple of things that have already went down today as well and we'll be looking at the rest of the schedule and you can follow along with that on the website fmradio.com and we'll be hitting up on that We'll also be uh, taking a look at uh, the NBA uh, from uh, last night and had some uh, history uh, going down uh, there. And, uh, of course, I'm talking about the Bulls, right? They just keep winning.
0: Yeah, we do, man. Yeah. Zach, who? (laughs) Exactly. Although it's not all good news for the Bulls.
2: No, yeah. We'll we'll talk about it. And we'll also be hitting up on uh, some uh, college sports as well, Uh, looking at the uh, bowl games there and looking at the uh, bowl games that are ahead of us. And uh, we'll be. Uh, taking a look at the NFL as well, NFL playoff picture where it stands right now. Is your favorite team in? Is your favorite team out? Is it on the brink or are you just counting down the days till the uh, draft there? So we'll be a uh, hitting up on uh, that and whatever else we can get to here in uh, the uh, show because we also got a loaded uh, pick'em uh, segment. As well, we got uh, tons of uh, football that needs to be picked, tons of football that are on our airwaves here, our family of networks and everything else because so again, if you uh, missed it yesterday, we're not gonna be having a show uh, mm-hmm. today or uh, tomorrow mm-hmm. or Friday. So uh, this will be uh, the uh, last show of the weekend. Yeah, the last show of the regular episode of the year. Yes, regularly
0: scheduled episode of the year will happen today. Wow. uh, The year's coming up fast on us, and that's because of uh, scheduling conflicts due to some of the ball games that we are covering on our system mm-hmm. of stations so yep uh we got a lot to get to today
2: yep so uh, we'll get to that and uh, loaded this day in the sports history uh, yep. as and well and yeah, and so we'll get to uh, all of that here and whatever we don't get to here in the treasure show we'll get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of a fashion you know where to uh, find that of course the starting lineup would uh, not be possible uh, let's give a shout out to uh, the uh, folks from uh, mcmahon meets Tinkley Insurance Agency, Worth Computer Repair, and uh, Teutopolis Estate Bank for uh, sponsoring the uh, starting lineup and uh, bringing it to you every uh, single weekday that we can here on the airwaves of ESPN Radio. All right, uh, so uh, we need to get it started, and we need to uh, hit up the show with a uh, first segment we like to call First
1: Things First. Before we get into the show, First things first.
2: And we're starting off in the NBA, the association from last night. And the starting off with the lonely, lonely Detroit Pistons. As it is not a sunny day. Sunny days there for a while. As they have made history there. They've set the record for the most losses in a row. As they have fell to Brooklyn last night. to that's the 27th loss in a row for Detroit.
0: Not the record, by the way. It's the record for the most in a single season. Sure. But the most in a single year, the 76ers overall lost 28 straight, but it went the 2014-15, 15-16 seasons. So one more loss, they'll tie that, two more losses, and they will beat that. Detroit hasn't won a game since its home opener, Travis, on October 28th against the Bulls. Ooh. Last time they won. They're now 2-28 and 28 on the season.
2: Wow. Yeah, 2-28. and 28. Ouch.
0: Cade Cunningham, Travis. Yeah. The number one overall pick. Had yeah. a game-high 41 points. I was
2: going to say he had 41. So Nine yeah, rebounds,
0: did, five assists.
2: Did pretty much everything he could.
0: He had 37 points in the second half alone.
2: Yeah, and I, Detroit at one point had a double-digit lead.
0: But, Travis, Cade Cunningham has now lost all 10 career games when he scores 30 or more. It's the longest streak to start a career in NBA history. So you said, oh, he can't do much more. He needs to do less. That's what (laughs) we're finding out. Don't get more than 30, Cade. You can't win.
2: I guess so, according to that stat.
0: According to that, he's never won a game where he scores more than 30 points in the NBA.
2: Wow. That's interesting.
0: That is... That's what you need to do. Now, after the game, wow. Cunningham addressed the team passionately in the locker room about the things that need to fix while telling his teammates not to, quote, jump off the boat and to <laughs> stay together as the losses continue to mount. He said, quote, that's what he was quoted, I don't think what I said was positivity. I think it's just being real. There's nothing positive about the situation right now that we put ourselves in. So that's why we have to dig deep and get ourselves out of it. You can't get away from it. It weighs on us every day. I mean, everywhere, it weighs on us.
2: Yeah. So I mean, when you've lost this many in a row, yeah, I would see how it could weigh on you every day. And,
0: Travis, you mentioned the Pistons got off to a fast start opening quarter. They had a double-digit lead of 14 yeah. points. That is the first time they've held a double-digit lead in a contest since November 12th, also against the Bulls. <laughs> so if there's one team they do really good against, it's the Bulls. Uh huh. Besides that... They're, they're not good. They went That's down 71-60 not. in the third quarter and uh, got to within three. Fans chanted, let's go Pistons during the final frame, trying to rally the home team. as With 8-10 left to put Detroit up 97-92. Fans thought, for sure, this is it. But the Nets closed the game on a 26-15 to run. Wow. And once again, they started to chant, sell
2: the team. Yeah.
0: But the team owner was not in the building.
2: Well, no. So. I mean, why would you show up for a team that's lost 20, now, 26
0: in a row? know. Jaden Ivey
2: uh-huh. said after the game, quote, We have the right people
0: in this locker room, and most importantly, I just heard the fans talking about sell the team, and just in my mind, it's like what we talked about. Who is with us? Who's really with us? The crowd was amazing, I thought, but there's some that I'm wondering— Who's really with us? Channing sell the team. I thought it was a bit much because we were growing. And obviously the record and a lot of people expected us to be better in this upcoming point of the season. But we're going to continue to row the boat. And we're going to forget <laughs> what everyone else says. Stay together and play for each other. I love it. So I love J9 calling boat. out the fans. The fans the, showing up. Being yeah. passionate. Again, right. like I said, early in the game, they were, sell, they were chanting, let's go Pistons. Let's go Pistons. Trying to rally the team. And then once you lose, you go into the locker room and say, I don't know if these fans are even with us.
2: Well, they're they're obviously looking around and uh, trying to uh, uh, take their frustrations out on someone. And unfortunately, that – player chose the the fans this is frustration but uh when you mentioned there with uh Kate Cunningham addressing the team and you know it, it's one thing to be a positive but there's uh, not a lot of positivity uh, going on there with it being two and 28 so i think uh being real with the situation i think is the best way to uh handle that and whatnot i mean you like to be uh, an eternal optimist but i also like shoot it to me straight and yeah. so uh, I, I like that what uh, Cunningham did there. Would be just be real with it.
0: By the way, Travis, even with the team being where they are, being what they are, mm-hmm. there were still nineteen thousand people there. It was still ninety-seven percent capacity.
2: Wow. So I mean, it's that's not pretty like good. fans
0: are not showing up to Detroit.
2: I mean, yeah, that's pretty good when you're set with uh, twenty-seven straight in the face.
0: Now, Travis, we've had this talk before, and we're going to do this talk again. Mm-hmm. Detroit. Yep. The worst city for a sports fan in America.
2: Ooh, yeah. I mean, the Lions are about the the best positivity going out right now, but Yes. It's pretty but, dreary.
0: Travis. Who has the worst record in the NFL in a season?
2: Tied uh, for the it. The
0: Lions. The Lions. Who has in baseball, Travis, the most recent worst record in baseball?
2: Hmm. Was that the Tigers?
0: That would be the Tigers. You could either go back to 2019 when they were 47 and 14. That's the most recent uh, from the modern era. But the worst from the modern era, and I'm, you know, Wikipedia says the modern era is from 1901 to now. I'm saying, you know, from the 1980s to now, stuff that we would know. Mm -hmm. The worst record of all time and the only one besides the, the Orioles to make the list from the 2000s. Would be the two thousand three Detroit Tigers who finished forty three and nineteen, or under nineteen. Yeah, right. And then mm-hmm. Travis,
1: mm-hmm. the Red
0: Wings in eighty seven eighty six had one of the worst records in the NHL. Not the worst, mm-hmm. but one of the worst. The worst record, by the way, in case you were wondering, goes to the seventy four seventy five Capitals who went eight and eight sixty seven and five on the season.
1: Mm.
0: that's not good. No, that's that's pretty bad.
2: No, hmm.
0: I mean even Arizona, who we thought was going to be really bad last year, got more wins than that. Wow. So now, Travis, here's the question for you. Mm-hmm. Do the Pistons break the all-time worst
2: record in NBA? And what did you say that that was? Currently, that
0: is held by the 2012 Charlotte Bobcats at seven and 59.
2: Ooh. The Bobcats uh, ended
0: the season ended that season on a 24-game losing streak.
2: Wow. I, I would say that they would probably, probably get there.
0: I'm going to, and I know it's a different game, but I'm going to say that Detroit does better than the Bobcats, and here's why. Detroit as a team is still shooting 46% from the field. They're shooting 33% from three-point land. They're still scoring about 109 points a game, which... In today's NBA, isn't great. Yeah. They're giving up 120, which, again, isn't great. But you look at that Bobcats team, Travis, they shot 41% from the field as a team, and they averaged 87 points a game.
2: Ooh, ouch. Yeah. 87 points a game. So
0: just the fact they're shooting almost 50% from the field the Pistons are, tell me that they're going to get some rolls to eventually go in. Yeah They just have to Numbers tell you They have to eventually By the way In case you were wondering Currently Eighth on the all time Worst records In NBA history Mm Mm-hmm the San Antonio Spurs from this year, who are 4-25. and 25.
2: Ooh. They're so yeah.
0: lucky that the Pistons are they're doing are. what they're doing because mm-hmm. no one's mentioning the Spurs. No
2: one. Yep. I completely forgot about them, just Top how is bad like, Detroit. Thank
0: goodness Monty Williams stinks more than I do.
2: Yeah, uh, Not been uh, good, so yeah, that's kind of been uh, glossed over for sure. And uh, the next opportunity that Detroit has to get a win is a couple of days from now, well, actually... Tomorrow, and that's Thursday, they are in Boston to take on yeah, the Celtics. Good luck on that one.
0: When do they play Oof. the Bulls again?
2: Uh, it's been quite a while. Oh, well, I, I don't gonna, see it. Yeah, maybe
0: their next chance for a win. Uh,
2: I mean, according to this, what I see, February 27th. Oh, boy. This is the next opportunity they play the Bulls. Oh, <laughs> boy. So it's quite a while.
0: If you're a contender, Travis, mm-hmm. do you make a call on Cade Cunningham? Do you make a call to Detroit on Cade Cunningham? I mean... Or do you think any player on the Detroit team just has this stank on him and you don't want anything to do with them?
2: Right. Yeah, there is definitely some, some stank. Mm-hmm. But I would think that Detroit would want a boatload
0: for him. January 10th, Travis, they take on the Spurs. Mm-hmm. That may be a winnable game. And
2: a completely unwatchable game. Don't, <laughs> don't watch that one. Ugh, yeah. Why is that on, not on a national network? Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, then, after the Celtics on a Saturday, they got the uh, Raptors, and then they start the new year uh, at Houston.
0: They, that's a winnable game, so maybe.
2: Maybe that at Houston,
0: potentially. With that uh, Dylan Brooks guy. Yeah. Yeah, I saw what he did last
2: night. Oh, did he do something? He
0: did. He was just being. Him and Tyrese Halliburton in the uh, Rockets Pacers game were going at it. Mm. I saw that. So he hit a dunk and then he kind of pushed and elbowed uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Mm. So.
2: Well, I Dylan mean, Dylan Brooks being Dylan he Brooks, needed to, uh, he needed to he uh, needed to tag in a tag team partner there. And as I saw that, he was dabbing up Booker T. Yep, of course. And I was like, oh. In Indiana, No, they're in Houston. They're in Houston, of course. Yep. Booker T is from Houston.
0: Yep, and the Rockets were twelve and uh, twelve and two at home until last night when the Pacers beat them one twenty-three to one seventy. Yeah, Halliburton got the last laps. As he put up thirty-three points. How many points did Dylan Brooks put up? Yeah, I don't know.
2: Wow. Well, it doesn't say top performer. I not will, Dylan I will Brooks. let you
0: know right now, Travis, as I pull it up. Uh, Dylan Brooks ended up with nine points. Ooh. Can you dig that, sucker? Four of nine from the field, 0 for one from three. <laughs> well, he's a player that we have for his defense.
2: Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. That's one thing. So, uh, big thumbs up that uh, Indiana gets the uh, win. Yep. And also, like we uh, mentioned there, the uh, Bulls, they got the win over the Hawks. there by five last night. Yeah, but Vucevic uh, tore his groin.
0: Um, So he's going to be out for a while. But Travis, Andre Drummond turned back the clock. Played 39 minutes last night, 24 points, 25 rebounds. Wow. That is a great night from Andre Drummond. Uh, Colby White had 19 again. Alex Caruso had 11. Dasumu had 19 off the bench. This Bulls team, I'm telling you, play so much better without Zach Levine.
2: Ninth time in 13 games. Yep. Hmm.
0: Yep. I uh, I'm telling you, keep him away. Don't let him back in the building.
2: Hmm. Yeah, you can't mess with the good choo-choo. No. Mm-mm. Right now. Uh there. So. And defensively, they held Trey Young to 21 points. Yeah. Saw that.
0: I don't, I don't know if we need to start having the B conversation with Trey Young, but hmm,
2: he's kind of fallen off the wagon here recently. Mm, yeah no we don't need to have that that conversation too early yeah <laughs> i don't think so too early. uh let's see uh elsewhere the uh grizzlies they beat the pelicans 116 and 115 and uh john morant with a uh, alley-oop dunk he just can't help himself uh there 31 points uh celebration could have did without that but hey guys will never learn but i guess he's rehabilitated uh, but eh, some guys will never learn. Uh The uh, Thunder they beat the uh, Timberwolves 129 to one it was six. I was speaking of the Spurs. They lost again as the Jazz got them this time 130 uh, to 118. marketing 31 points former bold uh, Trailblazers beat the uh, Kings 132 to 113. thirteen. Aaron Fox. Had 43, but wasn't enough to get the win for Sacramento. And it was the Clippers winning over the Hornets. 113-104. to James Harden pouring in 29 there. And they had a 16-0 run in the fourth quarter. Did the Clippers did take control of that one. Let's see. Action tonight. Anything on the major networks? No. Just one on NBA TV. of The Raptors against the Wizards. Uh, yeah, so we got the 76ers in Orlando to take on the Magic. Bucks against the Nets in Brooklyn. The Suns matching up with the Rockets. Knicks at Thunder. The Cavs at Dallas there tonight in the NBA. All right, so let's move along here and let's keep the theme of a basketball going. And we need to take a look at some local basketball, high school boys and girls basketball holiday tournaments that got underway. We'll take a look at the schedule from yesterday and we'll take a look at the schedule for today. Coming up here on the starting lineup.
1: The starting lineup from ninety-eight nine The Game Studios will be right back. Imagine the possibilities with Totopolis State Bank.
2: This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're
0: pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you.
3: Ask around, talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank. In Totopolis, Sigel and Effingham. Equal housing lender and
0: member
1: FDIC. For more than 40 years, The experienced trial attorneys at Bruno Law Offices have been defending good people throughout Central Illinois. If you're facing criminal charges in state or federal court, trust Bruno Law Offices to protect you and to do it with first-class service and communication. Serving Effingham and surrounding counties, Bruno Law Offices has a five-star Google rating and a proud reputation for winning in the courtroom. Look us up online to learn how we can help you. At Lowe's, save big every day when you buy in bulk. Get 10% off select concrete mix when you buy one pallet or more. And there's more. Get 15% off select primed finger joint boards when you buy 10 or more. Visit us in store or online for low prices on the materials you need. Because Lowe's knows savings, Lowe's knows pros. Selection varies by location. While supplies last, discount taking the time of purchase. See Sales Associate for details.
2: You've heard the buzz about IT jobs and cybersecurity and AI, right? Why not prepare for a career in these fields and take advantage of the high demand?
1: You could enjoy a more rewarding and recession-resistant lifestyle. Train in just a few short months at My Computer Career. No experience necessary. Already in IT? Skill up for
2: positions employers need to fill. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students,
0: including the GI Bill.
1: And now... Mike Trout uses HGH, though. That's so the only
0: reason why he's good. I was going to say, is he still the best player in baseball? Yes. Even with all his injuries?
2: Why? And the- because people don't talk about him because he plays for the Angels. And they're going to continue to not talk about him because he still plays for the Angels. And he signed a long-term deal. And he doesn't play an entire season. And he can't make the postseason. Because the Angels stink.
0: Play the whole season.
2: The starting lineup.
0: I think you have to play a majority of the season to be the best player.
1: On 98-9, the game.
2: Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Just got done talking about uh, the uh, NBA there. A lot of losing at the beginning of that with the uh, Pistons. 27-game losing streak. Let's talk about uh, some more positively here as holiday tournaments got underway here around the area there last night and yesterday. As a full day of action at Vandalia, it's already underway. Already one game was uh, concluded there, get updated on one game currently going on right now. But uh, let's just uh, start from the top here on our local results here. As the uh, Dietrich Holiday Tournament uh, was uh, taking place there yesterday as uh, Dietrich started off the day with a 70-41 to 41 win, uh, win over Ramsey. And then it was a Red Hill over a South Central, 50-39 was the final score there, as Red Hill had the 13-6 to 6 lead after the first quarter. They extended that a little bit in the second and the third. Uh, South Central was right with them in the fourth, but unfortunately deficit was too much to overcome. Uh, Nielsen uh, led the way for a South Central as he only had nine there to lead the way for the Cougars. It was a Sullivan over Grayville, 52-49. to 49. In Ramsey's second game of the day against a fellow NTC team, they didn't fare much better. Count Eric Beecher City won over Ramsey, 74-48. to Sullivan, they won their second game of the day. They won it over Red Hill, 53-47 was the final. And then Dietrich in the nightcap won over Arcola, 58-55. And that was a game that came right down to the very wire. And I believe it was Gephardt. Uh, there with the uh, game winner, uh, there to put uh, the maroons in front to uh, pull out the win, and a uh, great game to close out the mm-hmm. the day's action there on the boys' side, for uh, Dietrich there pulling out the win against the Purple Riders. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Uh, elsewhere, we had in the Cessler Holiday Tournament, and uh, that's where I was at there. And the three seed of Waltonville won over the six seed Marissa Coulterville, sixty-eight to thirty-six. In the game before Altman, I went into overtime as the two seed of Redbud won over the seven seed of and it was a fifty-six to forty-nine game in overtime. And also, it took a longer time with the overtime session, but there was fouls, there were technicals, technical free throws, and all that. And uh, that kind of delayed the start of the Altamont game just a little bit. Uh, but everything else uh, ran pretty smoothly uh, there. And Altamont uh, got the win in the first round over uh, DeCoin 68-48. As once again Altamona started off the game strong in the first quarter. Three pointers really falling in the past couple games for the Indians. As just like the Marshall game, there they had five threes in the opening quarter to give the Indians of Altamont I had to make sure to specify because the coin also is the nickname Indians, but. Uh, It was uh, Yarhouse hitting a couple of threes there in the opening quarter, so did Eli Miller, and uh, KD, Caden Davis had a a three-pointer there as well, and uh, Caden Miller, six points in the opening quarter, and he just uh, continued uh, that for the rest of the game as uh, he poured in eight there in the fourth quarter, and uh, Caden Miller with uh, 21 points, and I have to pull this up as uh, Eric will appreciate this as right. well as uh, Altamon has uh, come out with. Uh, yeah Last year they had the uh, victory chain. Yeah. Well, now they're handing out a, a championship belt uh, oh, there boy. for that one. And it went to Caden uh, Miller uh, there. And then we kind of had a little fun with that on uh, X uh. last night of the the uh, championship belt. Uh, there, so it was awarded to a Caden Miller this it, time. Eli got it for the first time on Thursday, last Thursday. It's all well good if
0: you keep winning.
2: <laughs> well, sure.
0: If, if, if the performances drop, then you, you look like not very smart. Wow. I mean, it's
2: all good in the hood now. Okay. <laughs> Take your word for it. Hey, you know, uh, it's uh, just a little thing to have a little fun. Yep. And uh, the Indians are having uh, some fun right now. As uh, Also, it was nice to see uh, Dylan Elam back in the uh, lineup as well as he missed the Marshall game. Been a little bit banged up over the last couple of games, but he poured in 13. Most of those came in the second half. Uh, there so that was good Eli Miller with another strong outing most of those damage was done in the first half but he finished with 13 as well and uh, Millville also has done a good job the last couple of games saying he had eight in the win uh, last night uh, there you know the they got uh, things closer there in the second and a third as they got it down to a uh, single digits uh, there and they I thought they played well in those quarters but uh, Altamont just pulled away there in the fourth, 16 to 16-4, four, and a lot of that had to do with Caden uh, Miller's uh, cleanup uh, act on the boards and uh, some putbacks uh, there for him. And uh, so uh, Altamont advances on to the uh, championship uh, semifinals and who would they face well they would have to uh, wait to that one as the game following that saw the number one seed at Gorville went over the eight seed at new Athens 69 to 48 was the final score and uh, people kind of stuck around a little bit after to watch the first quarter of this one and Thought maybe upset was a brewing. New Athens actually had the 12th to 6th lead after the first quarter, but uh, gorville uh, found their rhythm uh, after that and end up uh, winning the game uh, going away uh, there. So uh, sets up an Altamont versus Goreville uh, mm-hmm. matchup later on tonight. at 7.30 of theirs going down in Sessor and uh, spot on the championship tomorrow night on the line with the Bearcats and Altamont. Rematch of the championship game from 2019. That's right. And from last year as well. In the uh, Vandalia Holiday Tournament, uh, the day started there with, uh, we told you about it yesterday, uh, the 10th seed, of Chrysler Rock, won over the number one seed of Greenville, 59 to 2 40 Chrysler Rock was ready to play at 9:30. 30 uh, The fourth seed, of Macon Meridian, uh, they held on to beat uh, Pena 72-70. to 70. Uh, the ninth seed of Nick Comas ended up winning over the sixth seed Ocala Valley, 63 to uh, 54, to uh, close out the uh, morning session. And then uh, the uh, five seed of uh, Flora won over Chrysler Rock, 53 to uh, 45, to uh, start the afternoon mm-hmm. session. And then uh, the following game is where we saw the Cumberland Pirates, and Eric was over there for that on WCRA, and it was a Shelbyville getting the win over the seven seed Pirates, 50 to 30. Two was the final.
0: Yeah. Uh, again, another game for the Pirates where offense disappeared. Cumberland, uh, you know, it, it was a slow quarter for both teams in that first quarter. Uh, Cumberland did take a 3-1 to lead, um, got it up to 4-1, to and then it was tied at 4. And then at that point, Shelbyville Travis went on a 9-0 run to finish the quarter up 13-4. to And Cumberland had 10 points in the half.
1: Mm-hmm. And as
0: coach said, when I talked to him post game, he said, We just came out flat. He's like, It's okay if you're scoring 10 points, if you're holding the other team to 15, maybe 20. But you give up 25. Yeah. You're digging yourself a pretty big hole for that second half.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: Cumberland just, you know, the one thing I can say about the Pirates is inconsistency. Right. And that being, you know, we talked, you know, on Tuesday's show about, you know, um, Blake McMeekin coming out Friday night. Yes, the team lost, but, you know, Blake had 19 points, and, hey, if someone's going to step up and and help this Cumberland team offensively, Blake's a good guy to do it, and he comes out and puts up four points against right. against Shelbyville. Now, Kelby Bierman, who was nowhere to be found Friday night, comes out and puts up 19, and is the only one in double figures for the Pirates yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, as Coach said, he, he told me post-game, I can't get five players on the floor to all work hard at the same time together. Yeah. And he said that is what is frustrating is the fact you can't get that to work
2: mm-hmm.
0: on a, you know, a game to game basis. Consistent
2: basis, yeah. And he
0: said, When we ended this game today, we did not have the five best players out there, but we had the five who are working the hardest. Hmm. And that's never really a great sign from a coach. No. When that's who you have out there. And yeah. so he said we just need everyone to have that same attitude. And again, we know that this is a young Cumberland team. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of basketball that they're playing here, right? I'm um, I'm wondering a gut punch like this, the very first game, how it's going to affect them the rest of the tournament.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, let's see. Uh, is the uh, uh, f- tomorrow? Is that the double day for yep, Cumberland? Tomorrow is double day for
0: Cumberland. Eleven and three thirty tomorrow. That's so. today. It is six thirty taking on Vandalia the host Vandals right. got a win
2: in the game after Cumberland over okah Valley. Right, they did. And uh so uh they uh, prevailed in that one and then in the nightcap uh goreville hung on to win against the 5 seed Flora 36 to uh, 34 was the uh, final so Greenville bounces back after that uh, it, loss in the morning session. And what a
0: tough you know schedule there for Greenville. You play the first game at nine thirty, then you play the nightcap at eight. I know that's yeah. a big gap. It is, um, especially when you lose.
2: Right. To sit and fester about yep, it. Yep. You had to sit and stew about it yep. the whole day. Yep. So. <laughs> so. Uh, hey, they pulled out the win. All that matters. And I'm for just them. saying,
0: Travis. I'm I'm just gonna give you a little spoiler. I'm glad that Cumberland at eleven a.m. tomorrow is not having to play Christ Our Rock Lutheran. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's something about them playing morning basketball.
2: They just get up for it. They get up for it. Mm-hmm. That might be a spoiler. Yeah, maybe may be a spoiler. Stick <laughs> around. In the Monticello holiday hoopla on the boys' side, Clinton won over Ridgeview 72-53. Monticello got the win over Nioga, 64-26. Tuscola, another wide margin of victory for them. They won over Oakwood 80-37. to uh, Gibson City won over Paxton, Buckley Lota 59 33. In Nioga's second game of the day, and Clinton's second game of the day, Clinton got the win over the Indians 73 32. And Monticello closes out the day there with a win over Ridgeview, 64-24. to In the first financial classic, we had Marshall get the win over Casey, pulling off the upset there with that rivalry game matching up over there. 48-44 was the final just about a week ago or so. Casey won that one, and they won it by double digits. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Marshall gets the upset over the rivals, Warriors, there and. I know that meant a lot to uh, Marshall, picking up that win uh, there yesterday, Yep. and that one. Yep,
0: it's always big whenever those two teams play, and for Marshall to come out and get the win, definitely. Yeah,
2: especially when they lost uh, not too yeah. long ago, and it was a Sullivan, Indiana, picking up a win over Robinson, as 60 to 42 was the uh, final. In the girls' basketball, the Dietrich Holiday Tournament on the girls' side, a South Central won over a Dietrich to start of the day, 52 to 44. Arcola with the win over Red Hill, 64-31. Cumberland defeats South Central, 62-51. Brownstown starts off the tournament with a win over Red Hill, 71-27. Arcola wins over Casey. That was uh, twice in a week they won, 51-36. And Dietrich closed out of the day there by beating Marshall, 50-44 was the final on the uh, girls' side of the Monticello Holiday Hoopla, Nioga started off the uh, day with a win over Monticello, 54 to 36. Clinton over Ridgeview, 55-27. Gibson City over Paxton, 47-18. Tuscola with a win over Tri Valley, 69-42. Ridgeview over Monticello, 40 to 32. And Clinton closes out the night there with a win over Nioga, 60 to 54. Was the final there. Uh, Local action uh, from the uh, Dietrich Holiday Tournament already underway. Red Hill and uh, Grayville, they tipped off at 11.30. Uh, Arcola against Ramsey follows that. Grayville against South Central at 2.30. Cowden versus Arcola at 4 o'clock. South Central against Sullivan at 5:30, and a Dietrich and Cowden-Herrick Beecher City matching up tonight at a seven o'clock to close out the festivities there. And a Dietrich in a Cessar today. We got the sixth seed Marissa Cotterville against the seven seed Cessar at three o'clock over on the consolation side. Also, the other consolation game at 6 o'clock will be a Decoin matching up with New Athens And the two uh, championship semifinals will be the three-seed Waltonville against the two-seed Redbud at 4 o'clock. And then the game that's over on a Jack FM, it's the number one seed Gorville against the four-seed Altima at approximately 7.30 following that Decoin and New Athens game uh, there uh vandalia holiday tournament already a game in the books and like you mentioned there chrysal rock loves to play in the morning they got the win over making meridian here 50 to 46 was the uh, final so uh, chrysal rock starts the day off well yep. and another victory to start off the day in Vandelia.
0: yep and now they don't have to hang around
2: all day they're done no they they're done they mm-hmm. can go home um and then an update at halftime here uh, Vandelia. is is leading in a low-scoring affair against Nokomis, and that one's 19-14 at the half there And that one. So already off and running in Vandalia. Following that Vandalia-Nokomis game, you got Shelbyville against Oka Valley at 1230. Uh, Flora matching up with Macon Meridian for Meridian's second game of the day. That's at 330 to start off the afternoon session. Uh, the number one seed, Greenville, against Pena at 5 o'clock. And then we see uh, the 7th uh, seed at Cumberland matching up with Vandelia there at at 6.30 and approximately over on a WCRA tonight.
0: And the good thing for the Cumberland Pirates possibly, Travis, Vandelia's second game of the day.
2: That's true. That may be.
0: But as Coach said last night when we were finishing up our interview, we've already seen this Vandelia team take on Cumberland. And as Coach said, out of all the games the Pirates have had this season, this is the one game that is the hardest to go back and watch because he feels hmm. it was Cumberland's worst game of the year,
2: ooh, so maybe just a maybe a little bit of uh, revenge. Revenge, a litmus test of uh, the improvement from yep. then to now. So the Thanksgiving tournament where they got totally blown out by Vandalia, right? Yeah, and then to, to close out the day, you got Nickomas against Shelbyville. Following that Cumberland game, approximately eight o'clock. Monticello holiday hoopla there. They're already off and going there with Gibson City and Oakwood. Paxton uh, is matching up with Tuscola here in a little bit. Uh, Nyoga against Ridgeview at 2 o'clock. Monticello against Clinton at 3.30. And it's Oakwood against Paxton at 6.00. And Tuscola against Gibson City at 7.30. Tri-County holiday tournament tips off as Tri-County against Westville at 3 o'clock. Wins just two straws against Martinsville at 4.30. And Paris matching up with Chrisman at a 6 o'clock. First Financial Classic already has a uh, final there as it was Robinson and West of Vigo matching up. And it was West of Vigo picking up the win. 58-52 to 52 was the final there. The Duster-Thomas Classic over in Pinckneyville. I'm just a short little drive to uh, Pinckneyville away from Sessor. So, uh, you know, maybe go down early, check something out. Possibly, I thought about it, uh, but it's all in the matchup with Roxanne. And today at 130, Mount Carmel against Stillville at a 5:30 approximately for the Duster Thomas. And already had one final there this morning as Benton. The Rangers are currently undefeated, and they're still undefeated, starting off the tournament strong, 75-44 with a win over Woodlawn. Girls basketball today at the Robinson Holidays hoopla. Robinson against Tri-County has already begun, and that was at the top of the hour. Altamont against uh, OPH at 1230, so Lady Indians with a seven-game winning streak coming into the uh, tournament. We'll be looking out for that score. Sullivan uh, at 2 o'clock. Terre Haute South against North Central at 330. Uh, Dietrich Holley tournament already off and running there uh, Marshall matching up with South Central here shortly Casey against Brownstown at one Cumberland against Marshall at uh, that should say 330 uh, Brownstown against Arcola at a four uh, you also have uh, Dietrich against Cumberland at a 530 uh, there Monticello Holiday Hoopla there, Tuscola against Paxton, and that's already underway. It probably is already a final by now. Uh, Nioga matching up with uh, Ridgeview at three thirty, and a Tuscola against the Gibson City at six o'clock as well. Uh, Fairfield uh, Mary Mule basketball tournament it gets underway there. And uh, let's see, uh, Lawrenceville against uh, Weber at 1.30. Uh, Lawrenceville already tipped off against Fairfield this morning. Uh, Mount Carmel matching up with uh, Flora already this morning as well over at the grade school. Uh, Mount Carmel against Meridian at 1.30. And Meridian's also got another game against Flora at 5. And Newton is against Carmine White County at 6.45 to close out the day there at the grade school. And we also have the Chrysler Rock Winterfest tournament uh, tipping off today as well. On uh, the nightcap, Chrysler Rock is against uh, North Clay and a stunning its Dupo game before that at 6.30. On the other game around the area is uh, Vandalia against Hamilton County. That one already uh, tipped off, and uh, Greenville and Sandoval should have wrapped up as well that tipped off at 9 30. So we'll update it as we uh, go along uh, throughout the day as we have scores rolling in so uh, make sure to stay tuned to the website and we'll have all the finals posted as well. All right we need to move along here and we need to get some uh, bowl games that happen and that will happen and so we'll take a look at the uh, bowl game schedule
1: coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back.
2: (laughs) Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jerry Purcell of the FEM Police Department wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season.
1: You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for
2: your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote.
1: And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you.
3: New Year's resolutions date back more than 4,000 years. The Babylonians used to resolve to return borrowed farm equipment. Hi, this is Zola from PlanZDiet.com. Today, the top four New Year's resolutions include lose weight, quit smoking, quit drinking, and fix failed finances. If your plan is to lose weight, how about you forget about making a New Year's resolution and just make a plan? Check out PlanZDiet.com. Dieters on Plan Z lose an average of 31 pounds in under 50 days. Yep, you heard that right. There are no packaged foods, no magic shakes, nothing shipped to you in a mysterious brown wrapper, no weird hormones, and no weigh-ins. I'm a food writer, so I guarantee you this is the best-tasting diet on the planet, and it's backed up with a money-back guarantee that promises you'll eat real food and lose weight. Even if all you have is a grill and a refrigerator, you can do this diet, or if you eat out, we got you covered. Check out PlanZDiet.com. I can't help you quit smoking, but I can fix fat fast. PlanZDiet.com.
1: There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org.
0: And now, where the furthest Effingham has gotten, and how many
2: times? <sighs> I'm gonna get blasted for getting this wrong. Who wants to go first? Well, go first. Semis points. Travis.
0: Third round, three times. Semis. Once. Once this year. The starting lineup. Like I said, by next week, it'll no, be completely No, no, that's
2: wrong. Well, I mean, okay, no, it's not. It's okay. Everyone gets $5. Jesus, oh, that was so stupid. On 98.9 The Game. So stupid. <laughs> I thought this was a freaking trick question.
0: Eric Fry, Sports Center Update. The Blues go for their third win in a row when they host the Dallas Stars at the Enterprise Center tonight. Blues coming off a 7-5 come from behind victory over the Blackhawks on Saturday. Tonight's game starts at 7 o'clock. The Blackhawks aim to avoid their third loss in a row when they host the Winnipeg Jets at the United Center tonight. Chicago, currently 10-22-1 on the season. Julian Blackman's season is over. The Colts have placed the starting safety on injured reserve after he suffered a shoulder injury against the Falcons in Week 16. He will miss the remainder of the season. The 25-year-old recorded four interceptions and 88 tackles. In the final year of his rookie contract, Blackman has started 46 of the 50 games he has played for the Colts since 2020. Second-year defensive back Nick Cross will take over his starting spot in the lineup. Colts filled the open roster spot by signing safety Henry Black from the Steelers practice squad. Indianapolis is currently the 7th seed in the AFC at 8-7 and and will host the Raiders Sunday afternoon. Minnesota Vikings will have to close out the 2023 season without one of their top pass catchers, head coach Kevin O'Connell announced Tuesday that tight end T.J. Hawkinson will miss the rest of the season after injuring both his ACL and MCL during Minnesota's loss to the Lions on Sunday. Hawkinson caught 95 passes for 960 yards and 5 touchdowns after signing a 4-year extension in the offseason. The Vikings host the Packers this Sunday.
1: Welcome
2: back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98. nine of the game. And Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there for the uh, Center Reads. And what was that last one that you read? T.J. Hawkinson. Oh yeah! Thank goodness the I got knocked out of the fantasy playoffs. Uh, oh okay. Thank goodness for that. Thank goodness for that. Well,
0: if you have Trevor <laughs> Lawrence, also make sure you don't have him. I do. I don't. Uh, Those power you're knocked
2: out. In one league, yes. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, some degenerates play more than one. That's true. <laughs> uh, let's take a look at the uh, bowl games that happened uh, last night in the uh, Quick Lane Bowl. Go Big Ten, right? Minnesota with the win yeah. over Bowling Green, thirty to twenty-four. In the uh, First Responders Bowl, the Serve Pro First Responders Bowl, Texas State. Pulls out the dub of 45 to a 21, but that wasn't what I was interested in on social media last night. Apparently, uh, there was a low supply into the stadium of alcohol, and a Texas state outdrank the whole entire stadium. It ran out of alcohol, ran out of beer. How does that happen? When you're winning and happy, that's. How that <laughs> I
0: guess. They were celebrating the first responders, Travis, in the first responders bowl.
2: <laughs> I guess, but man, <laughs> that was quite humorous. Yep. Uh, and then in Kansas, they won over UNLV of 49-36 to uh, 36 in the guaranteed rape bowl. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that quite a lot, and we expertly predicted that.
0: Yes, we did. Well, I think it's a push right now, Travis. A push. It's a push, because it was Kansas minus 13.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. That's And it
0: was 13 points was the, the final result. So we both picked UNLV, so I think we lost, right?
1: Uh,
2: I'm not sure, honestly, okay. how that works. I
0: always get that confused. I call that one a push. But, hey, want to let people know that we have two games tonight. Go
2: ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you which ones they are. Uh, Virginia Tech and Tulane in the Military Bowl. Uh, North Carolina and West Virginia. For we got that
0: th- night on 99 the game.
2: Duke's Mayo Bowl. Someone will be dumped with mayonnaise <laughs> yeah. at the end of this game. <laughs> uh, so not a big fan of mayonnaise, apparently, over there. I uh, am,
0: just not Duke's Mayo. Ah, uh, Gotcha. I'm a Miracle Whip guy. Uh,
2: 7 o'clock, uh, Louisville against USC in the Holiday Bowl, Direct TV Holiday Bowl, yep. without Caleb Williams. Yep. Nope. Uh, and at 8 o'clock, it's Texas A&M and Oklahoma State in the Texas Bowl. And we'll
0: have that one right here on 99 of the game the as well. The starts at 4 o'clock for the first game.
2: The Tax Act Texas Bowl mm-hmm. between A&M and Oklahoma State. Yep. Oklahoma State are ranked number 20 uh, there. Uh, tomorrow, you got SMU against Boston College in the uh, Fenway Bowl. Oh, wow. Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Yes. They're in the Fenway Park. Yep. Of yep. course. Rutgers against Miami in the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. We will have that one here on 99 the game. Uh, go Big Ten, Rutgers minus two. Uh, NC State against Kansas State in the Pop Tarts Bowl. We'll have that on
0: 99 the game. Hopefully,
2: someone will be dumped with pastries mm-hmm. on that one. Arizona against Oklahoma in the Alamo Bowl. We'll have that on 99 the game as well. Uh, All that starts
0: at one o'clock tomorrow.
2: Tomorrow. And on Friday, Clemson against Kentucky in the Gator Bowl. Oregon State against Notre Dame in the Tony of the Tiger Sun Bowl. Memphis against Iowa State in the Liberty Bowl. And number nine, Missouri against number seven, Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl Classic. We
0: won't have any of those because we'll have Illini basketball on That's Friday. Right. They take on Fairleigh Dickinson.
2: And then on a Saturday, old Miss against Penn State in the Peach Bowl. We'll have
0: that on 99, the game starting at 1030.
2: Music City Bowl, go Big Ten, Maryland against Auburn. And then at three o'clock, it's number six Georgia against number five Florida State we'll without have, all their players. Yeah,
0: we'll have that one as well at 99 in the game.
2: Capital and orange bowl.
0: I think and, you meant it's number six Georgia versus the husk of number five.
2: Florida <laughs> yeah, State. exactly. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Toledo against Wyoming in the Barstool Sports Arizona uh, Bowl on uh, the CW at 3:30. <laughs> it's going on the same time as Georgia Florida State. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good planning on that bar, yep. bar stool.
0: And then Monday we will also have the Fiesta Bowl, Liberty and Oregon that starts at noon, and then the semifinals: the Rose Bowl, Alabama, Michigan, and the Sugar Bowl, Texas, Washington. All that right here on ninety-nine. The game on Monday.
2: That's right. Check it out, college football. Playoff. That's why we'll
0: not have a show on Monday.
2: <laughs> yes,
0: exactly.
2: All right. So uh, we are up against it, and we need to take a short break and uh, come back to uh, close out with the NFL and the NFL playoff picture coming up here on the star lineup
1: the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios we'll be right back Shop Rule King's end-of-the-year clearance for huge savings on top brands across the store. Pick up this week's Rudy Special, heavy-duty tote, now $6.99. Score 60% off all in-stock tree stands, soft blinds, hunt chairs, and cushions. And get 30% off all in-stock outerwear and snow boots. Don't miss the the end-of-the-year clearance now through January 3rd at your neighborhood Rule King. Or RuleKing.com, America's farm and home store. And now, the starting lineup.
3: I wouldn't I love to see
1: number 25 off of Albert's bat go into the street, the pit. Swing
0: and hello, 4th of July. Take a ride on that knockdown pitch, big boy. Kerry Wood knocked him down, and now Albert looks at him. As he goes around first, he gives him a glare. Say, take a little whiff of that, big boy. And now... Carry Wood that takes a look at Albert as he touches them all.
1: Give it to him, big boy. Give it to him. That's how you play baseball. On 98.9 The Game. Hello, 4th of July.
0: Take a ride on that knockdown pitch, big boy. Big boy. Big boy.
2: Back into the uh, start of lineup here on ninety eight nine. The game rolling here on ninety eight nine. Should a smidge bit longer. But catch us in the uh, podcast. We got games to pick in this date in sports history to tell you about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now we're running the two minute drill with the uh, NFL as week number seventeen. It used to close out the year, but we got one more week, so we got two full weeks. Uh, Jets and Browns at seven fifteen. The Thursday night game. This week, Cleveland favored by 7.5. A Uh, good one on Saturday, though, you have uh, Lions and Cowboys. Dallas favored by 5 on that one on ABC. Um, Then on New Year's Eve, uh, it's uh, Patriots-Bills, Falcons against the Bears. All right. Bears favored by 3. Yep. Uh, The Colts against the Raiders, also in that noon window. Colts favored by 3.5. Rams-Giants. Cardinals against the Eagles, Saints, Bucks, pivotal game into the NFC South. The Bucks favor by three. 49ers, Commanders. We'll see if Brock Purdy uh, is able to go. Panthers, the Jaguars. See if Trevor Lawrence can go. This one's a good one in the noon window. Dolphins, Ravens.
0: And we'll have it on 99.
2: The game. Uh, Ravens favor by three. Titans, Texans. Another matchup there. Uh, the Steelers, the Seahawks, Chargers, Broncos, and the Broncos looks like they are uh, riding with uh, Jared Stidham, as it looks like Russell Wilson will be the backup this week. Oh boy! According to Sean Payton, that just came out this morning. Uh, Bengals in Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. Chiefs still favored by seven, and the Packers and Vikings are on Sunday Night Football, and that closes out the week because no Monday Night Football games due to the. Uh, playoff semifinals for college football. And if the season ended today, the Ravens would be the one seed in the AFC. The Dolphins would be the two. They would match up with the Colts. The Chiefs would host the uh, Bills. And uh, the Jags would host the Browns right now in the AFC. In the NFC, the 49ers are the number one seed with a first-round bye. The Eagles would match up against the Seahawks in Philly. The Rams would be in Detroit, yes, in Detroit for a playoff game at Ford Field, the first one ever there. They would be against the Lions, and the Rams would spoil that party there. And the Cowboys would be in Tampa to take on the Bucks currently right now. And it seems like they matched up in the opening round last they year. Did. Because they did. Because the Cowboys ended Tom Brady's career. Yep. Which, by the way, is he ever going to get into the booth? I think he's just going to kick the can uh, down the road. I have no and no idea. He's eventually not even going to make it into the Fox booth. Probably not. <sighs> so that's the NFL action we got. Uh, playoff implications there in that great game over on uh, 98-9. Uh, there with the Ravens and Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And the uh, playoff semifinals, of course, as well on a Monday. So that'll do it. That'll do it uh, for us, our last regular scheduled episode here. And uh, so uh, we'll catch you in the pod, and we'll catch you with the top 10 sports stories as well. Make sure to stay tuned to the website, and we'll get you an update on all the holiday tournaments over there. So, uh, and until the podcast, unless we talk to you there, we will talk to you again very soon, and we'll talk to you again next year. Welcome back. Welcome into overtime of the uh, start of the lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still here with you. And uh, we got stuff to uh, clean up from the Trust Show. We got a lot to talk about with uh, this day in uh, sports history since we're not gonna be here on the uh, show for a little bit. So we gotta have everything that encompasses that, as well as we got a loaded pick'em segment Mm -hmm. as well because we got a lot of games to uh, pick because again because of our absence on the show. So those are two loaded uh, segments that are coming up here on the uh, program. Is there anything on SportsCenter uh, Sports Center that you wanted to uh Yeah, let's clean talk up there?
0: about uh, cleaning up on Sports Center. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has a sprained AC joint, so they could, Jacksonville could be without uh, Trevor Lawrence here as they try to make their push for the playoffs. His stats will be updated after Wednesday's practice practice backup quarterback CJ Bethard would start against play. They also, Travis, mm-hmm. signed Matt Barkley off the Giants practice squad as insurance. Ooh. Imagine being in Jacksonville and your playoff hopes are resting on Matt Barkley. Yeah, I know, right? Who hasn't been relevant since USC.
2: <laughs> right. I almost forgot about him. The Jags are trying to fight off the Colts yes. and the Texans. Yes. All with 8-7. and seven. They do hold the tiebreaker over both of them based on head-to-head with them, but... Yeah, they're, they're still in a battle.
0: Well, and speaking of the Texans, they're bringing back a familiar face as they claim safety Kareem Jackson on Tuesday. After he was released by the Broncos on Monday, Jackson rejoins the Texans after playing with the team from 2010 to 2018. So, uh, you know, we talked about him getting suspended twice this season. He's now going to go back to Texas. Hmm. Cleveland Browns, current starting quarterback, is happy with the situation. As Joe Flacco told the media, he enjoyed his time with the Jets, but yeah. is, quote, happy where he is now. The former Super Bowl champion wasn't re-signed by New York in the offseason and didn't get a call after Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles in Week 1. Flacco was signed by the Browns after Deshaun Watson suffered a season-ending soldier injury and has started the last four games. He's thrown for more yards than any quarterback in the league over that span with 1,307.
2: Yeah, he's been good. Broadway Joe. Yeah, elite. Yeah. All
0: right, time for our weekly Aaron Rodgers, as he's heard enough from his critics, Travis. Aaron Rodgers Tuesday
2: on the Pat McAfee show. Yep, Yep.
0: the Jets quarterback said during his weekly appearance on the Pat McAfee show that he is upset with the quote-unquote conspiracy theorists that are portraying him as selfish for taking up a roster spot without playing Rodgers said Tuesday that it was not his idea to be activated from injured reserve. According to Rogers, the Jets wanted him on the 53-man roster so he could keep practicing despite being ruled out with an Achilles injury. The Green and White then released veteran fullback Nick Bodden and signed him to the practice squad. Yep. Leave Aaron Rodgers alone. He didn't know. do anything. Nope. He's not in charge of the team. I know. Even though he's in charge of the team. Basically. One of the most controversial players in the NBA is being recognized for his recent performance as Memphis Grizzlies guard's John Morant won the Western Conference Player of the Week. Made his debut last Tuesday and averaged 28 points, 9 assists, and 5.7 rebounds for a three-game winning streak. It's the first time all season that Memphis has won three in a row. So, there you go. Way to go. And finally, Travis, in some news that may affect a local team of ours, the Blue Jays. Yeah. have reside outfielder Kevin Kramer to a one year deal worth $10.5 million. 33 year old outfielder won his fourth gold glove last season as well. So, Travis, hmm. maybe Toronto's out on Cody Bellinger. I'm just maybe. saying that may open it up for him to come back to Chicago.
2: Maybe. Yeah. Get what it are you done. Doing it,
0: Jed? Get it done. Get it done. He has said, Cody Bellinger says, I want to play in Chicago. The Cubs have said, we would like Cody Bellinger back. What else needs to be talked about?
2: (laughs) And the Cubs are like, well, we're not sure. We don't
0: want to pay you, though. (laughs) Can you just come back for free? Yeah.
2: Can we, you know, can we defer the payment? Well, you know, we signed you on that one-year deal. We took a a flyer on you, and we didn't expect you to be this good. Yes. So, yes, we should get the hometown discount. Yep. But eh, maybe it'll get done. Uh, <clears throat> we'll, we'll have to see.
0: By the way, the Minnesota Twins have signed a one-year player. So, I think the Cubs now have signed a right-handed pitcher to a one-year deal. So, mm-hmm. I think the Cubs now are the last major league team to sign somebody <laughs> They still have not signed anyone to their major league.
2: To the major league roster? Yep. Yep. Hmm. Just uh, just waiting.
0: Just, just waiting.
2: <laughs> just uh,
0: biting their time.
2: Exactly, waiting for the right move to come along, mm-hmm. and then they'll finally snatch it up. Mm-hmm. Finally, get it done. It's so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. Mm. But we'll By see. By the way, what the White happens.
0: Sox also signed uh, Martin uh, Martin Maldonado. I did see that. Again, the White Sox are signing people, and the Cubs are just hanging around.
2: Mm. -hmm. Yeah, they are. Just chilling. Mm. -hmm.
0: And you're getting outspent by the Royals and the Twins. You're in trouble.
2: Yeah. And the Cardinals. And the
0: Cardinals. Yep. So you go, Travis. That is uh, SportsCenter.
2: That's your sports center. All right, so uh, we got to, a lot to get to here of the this date in uh, sports history. we got a lot to run down, so okay. well, let's what do start, you got? Let's
0: start with today, as there's not a lot for today. Uh, on this date in 1998, Charles Davis rushed for 178 yards against the Seahawks in Week 17, becoming the fourth player in NFL history to rush for 2,000 yards in a single season. His final total of 2008 is the sixth highest in NFL history. TD. TD, and the mm-hmm. salute. Yep every touchdown. I like it. Yep. Uh, on this date in 2000, Mario Lemieux, who stepped away from the game after the 97 playoffs, returns to play for the Penguins. In his first game, he has an assist 33 seconds into the game and finishes with a goal and two assists in a win over the Maple Leafs. Hmm. Let's go ahead and get to tomorrow as well as the weekend. Travis, December 28th, 1958. In the NFL championship game at Yankee Stadium, the Colts beat the Giants 23-17 in overtime. Later, it's referred to as the greatest game ever played. when the Colts went on a one-yard rushing touchdown by Alan Amecki
2: mm-hmm greatest game ever played
0: December 28th 1975 Drew Pearson's Hail Mary catch gave the Cowboys a 17-14 win over the Vikings in an NFC at divisional playoff game at the Metrodome Stadium there in Bloomington, Minnesota December 20th, 1979 months after their historic showdown in the NCAA tournament Magic Johnson and Larry Bird square off for the first time in the NBA the Lakers would win 123-105 to at the Forum Magic let all scorers with 23 points
2: yeah, they had a famous matchup in college too. They did. They did. December 28th,
0: 1991, LSU sets SEC single game scoring record defeating Northern Arizona 159 to 86. Wow. That is a
2: Yeah, what yeah. a game.
0: Imagine being the coach of the other team, you put up 86 points and lose by almost 80.
2: I know. Jeez.
0: Uh December 20th, 1992, the Philadelphia Flyers spot the Los Angeles Kings in an early 2-0 lead, then scored 10 consecutive goals for a 10-2 victory at the Forum in Inglewood, California.
2: Wow, 10 goals. 10 nice. goals in a row, even.
0: Nice. Um, December 28th, 2003, Jamal Lewis rushed for 114 yards in Week 17 against Steelers, becoming the fifth player to rush for 2,000 yards in a single season, finishes with 2,066 yards, 39 yards shy of Eric Dickerson's single-season NFL record. Of 2,105. Yeah. December 28th, 2008, the Detroit Lions lose 31-21 to the Green Bay Packers, putting the finishing touches, Travis, on the first 0-16 season in mm-hmm. NFL
2: history. Ah, uh,
0: yes. The finishing touches. Perfect.
2: Not perfection, but.
0: Running out of the back of the end zone.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, uh, December 29th. Mm-hmm.
0: On December 29th, 1978, Clemson defeated Ohio State 17-15 in the Gator Bowl. Ohio State head coach Woody Hayes punches a Clemson player during the game and is subsequently fired the next day by OSU officials, ending his 28-year tenure as head coach of OSU.
2: Hmm. Yep. Really? Yep. Interesting.
0: December 29, 1999, the late Wilt Chamberlain became the first player to have his number retired by three teams when Golden State Warriors retired his number 13 jersey at halftime of the game against the 76ers. Hmm. December 29, 2006, Texas Tech sets a record that is later equaled for the largest comeback in a bowl history, coming back from 31 points down to beat Minnesota 44-41 to in overtime of the 06 Insight Bowl. Hmm. December 29th, 2007, Patriots beat the Giants 38-35, clinching the first 16-0 season in NFL history. Randy Moss catches his 22nd reception, uh, receiving touchdown of the season, which is an NFL record, and Tom Brady threw his 50th passing touchdown, which would later be broken by Peyton Manning. Yeah. December 29th, 2015, Leonard Fournette ties the FBS Bowl game record for rushing touchdowns with five of them in LSU's 56-27 win over Texas Tech in the 2015 Texas Bowl in Houston.
2: Hmm.
0: December 30th. Yep. December 30th, 1975, Tiger Woods is born.
2: Oh, Tiger's really? birthday
0: is coming up here on uh, Saturday. Really? He will be 47
2: mm, I had no idea
0: Another birthday in 1984, LeBron James was born
2: Yes So
0: LeBron will be 39, so LeBron and Tiger share a birthday
2: Really? Oh,
0: didn't know that mm,
2: No, didn't know that, but happy birthday to the GOAT A
0: generational talent, both of them
2: Yeah, on the same day
0: Yeah, how about that, uh, nine years apart Nice uh, Wayne Gretzky, on December thirtieth, nineteen 1981, scores 50 goals in the first 39 games of the season. He achieves the feat by scoring five goals against the Flyers in game number 39.
2: Wow. That's, That's a lot of goals yeah. in that few games.
0: December thirtieth, 2016, Isaiah Thomas becomes the fifth player in Souths history to score at least 50 points in a game, which included him scoring a team record 29 points in the fourth quarter.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I kind of remember that. Yes, Isaiah. Isaiah. Yep. Used to be. What good. a player. Yep.
0: December 31st, Travis, 1954. How about this? The Fort Wayne Pistons and the Minneapolis Lakers combined to attempt 127 free throws, the most ever in a regulation NBA game. Minnesota would win 103 to 91. Ugh. Remember that's without a three-point line. Yeah. And when you attempt 127 free throws, you're about to—that's a lot.
2: That Steve Kerr talked about disgusting. Yeah, that, that's disgusting. That's truly disgusting. I had
0: a game that had 50 fouls and we didn't even hit that many mm, free throws. So yeah. December 31st, 1967, the Packers beat the Cowboys 21 to 17 in the 1967 NFL Championship Game, which was later nicknamed the Ice Bowl. According to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, temperature kickoff was 13 below zero.
2: Nope. No, thank Ice you. Bowl. No, Sad anniversary
0: you. for you, December thirty first, nineteen seventy two. Pittsburgh Pirate outfielder Roberto Clemente is killed in a plane crash on a mission to help earthquake victims in Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. December thirty first, nineteen eighty eight. Mario Lemieux f- scores five goals in five different ways: even strength, power play, shorthanded, penalty shot, and empty net in a game against the Devils at Pittsburgh Civic Arena. Wow, that's impressive. All phases. I mean, that's that's a season in nice. a night. December 31st, 1997, Dominic Hasek makes 36 saves in the Buffalo Sabres' 3-0 victory against the Ottawa Senators at Marine Midland Arena. It's the 27th shutout of his career and his sixth in the month of December, making him the first goalie since George Hainsworth in 28-29 to have six shutouts in a single month. Hmm. December 31st, 2016, in a game against the Knicks, the Rockets' James Harden capped 2016 with a huge performance, becoming the first player in NBA history to record 50 points, 15 rebounds, and 15 assists in a single game.
2: That's a lot of of things happening.
0: And finally. Mm Mm-hmm. December 31st, 2016, Clemson defeats Ohio State 31-0 in the Fiesta Bowl, and Alabama defeats Washington 24-7 in the Peach Bowl, setting up a rematch of the college football playoff national championship game from the previous season. And when they complain about what the playoffs are going to look like if Florida State were to make it in, yeah, Ohio State lost 31-0, and Washington lost Alabama 24-7. Hmm. Come on. You've yeah. had bad first-round games. Let it go. Yeah, but we can't have those. No, we can't have those. No. We've learned our lesson. Mm-hmm. Problem is is that if FSU got blown out, you could say it's because half their roster is gone, whereas I'm sure Ohio State was probably at full strength, if not close to full strength, or at least their starting quarterback was there. So, what's their excuse?
2: Well, and you would think that, well, I would guess that most of those players would stick around if they had, if they are in the playoff.
0: You would you would help. So I mean, if not, then you got bigger problems. I think they would have been good. Yep, but they wouldn't have had their starting quarterback, Travis. They wouldn't have had a chance. Oh,
2: no I chance. Know. Oh, I know. That's what they say. That's what they say. Was that it? That is it. That was it. All of that stuff there from the state sports history. Yep. Nice. I like that and i was uh following along here after the end of the show and i know that it'll be uh, relevant by the time this uh comes out but uh there was i know it's out of the area but that uh Waverly Holiday tournament just had a game go four overtimes oh boy south county in uh jacksonville route 66 61 south county won in uh quadruple overtime what a mm-hmm. game four overtimes, nuts. Mm-hmm. How would you like to have, I mean, it's early here, it's still early, so that's going to set the tournament way back. Yes. They're in Waverly, uh, but there you go. Just wanted to pass that along. All right, so is there anything left besides pick them?
0: Uh, no, all I got to pick 'em. pick them.
2: All right, then, let's get to it. A loaded Yes Football pick Yes Lots of games to pick So let's get to it
0: Now we already have one that we said was a push earlier As UNLV lost to Kansas by 13 It was Kansas minus 13 So I guess UNLV probably won Kansas minus 13 and they won by 13 I don't know I don't know <laughs> how that goes so we're going to call it a push. I'm confused. We're calling it a push here. So let's move on to our next one, Travis. North Carolina versus West Virginia. Um, when I locked it in, it was West Virginia minus 6.5. Who you got?
2: Hmm. West Virginia and North Carolina. Going on in the
0: Duke Mayo Bowl. What color is the
2: mayo? No, never mind.
0: <laughs> what color is the mayo that's dumped on the coach?
2: Well, I would hope it'd be white. I mean, if not, know. there's a problem. There's a problem. Uh, let's see. I don't know if they're gonna win the game, but I like North Carolina.
0: You like North Carolina even without their quarterback? Yep. Okay.
2: Uh, that's plus six and a half, right? Yes. All right.
0: So Travis is going. At it. Get ready here. Travis is going North Carolina. Oh, I plus can't six see that far away. Oh no no no! I just needed to get my. I need to get in a uh, uh, typing mode instead of just scrolling mode. Um, I also will go uh, North Carolina. Over West Virginia. Next up, Travis. Texas A&M versus number twenty Oklahoma State. Texas A&M minus two. Who you got? Hmm.
2: Yeah, and M minus two. I got
0: Texas A&M M minus two when I locked it in this uh
2: yesterday morning. Hmm. Uh I got okay state then. I will go AM.
0: We know AM does not lose in bowl games.
2: It's the number twenty team in the country. They
0: have divine intervention. Hmm. Rutgers minus one against Miami, Travis.
2: Rutgers and uh, Miami. Uh, let's see. I mean, it's basically, a pick them. Like I said, minus one. Basically. Yeah, and the Pinstripes Bowl. Uh, I will go with uh, Rutgers here. Flying the Big Ten flag. Yep.
0: I'll go Miami. you next up nc state versus kansas state kansas state minus two and a half would you like me to go first yeah i haven't gone first yet i'll go k-state
2: i will also go with uh kansas state that was my original pick and i'll stick with it
0: okay next we have Number 14, Arizona versus number 12, Oklahoma. Arizona minus two and a half.
2: I will go Oklahoma. Oklahoma plus two and plus
0: a half. Plus two and a half. I will go – I'll go Oklahoma.
2: Boomer sooner.
0: Boomer sooner. Uh, next up, number 11, Old Miss versus number 10, Penn State. Penn State minus three and a half. I will go first in this one, and I will fly the Big Ten flag. Give me Penn State plus three and a half.
2: Mm. Penn State plus three and a half. Peach Bowl. Mm. I'll go Penn State as well.
0: Next up, number six, Georgia versus number five, FSU. Georgia, I locked it in, Travis, minus 16 and a half.
2: Minus 16 and a half. Not the
0: biggest number we will be picking, by the way.
2: Locked it in. It's grown since I've then. I figured. <laughs> uh, but I'm still going to Georgia here. Come on.
0: i a to Georgia. Travis, it's a luxury. It may not be a lot, but it's the luxury of being ahead. I'll go FSU.
3: <laughs>
0: I'm ahead. I can go FSU.
2: Mm. Number twenty-three. The the number is at nineteen now. Okay, well, good. I got a steal then at 16 and <laughs> a half.
0: Number twenty-three, Liberty versus number eight, Oregon. Oregon minus seventeen. I'll go first. I really want Liberty to win. 17's a big number. I'm gonna go Oregon. Everyone thought Oregon was gonna beat Washington. However, they didn't. But I'll I'll go with the Ducks here. They should beat Liberty.
2: Uh yeah, I'll go with uh, Oregon here. I mean Liberty, they have a I don't think they could win, so they have a chance they keep it close with a big number, but
0: Well there are a lot of people saying that they didn't deserve to be here anyways. So Yeah. Right. Uh let's do the NFL game, Travis, so you can hear ninety nine yes. the game. Dolphins at Ravens, Ravens minus three and a half. Who you got, Travis? Ooh.
2: Let's see. Where is it at? It's in Baltimore. Hmm. I will pick Baltimore in this one. Go no Ravens. I will
0: also go Ravens. I think they can run the ball enough to keep it out of the Dolphins' hands. Mm-hmm. And that's how they're going to end up getting the win in this game. All right. College football playoff semifinals, Travis. It's our final two we have to pick. Monday
2: Semifinals number four, New Year's Day Number
0: 4 Alabama Number 1 Michigan Michigan Minus 2
2: What you got? Uh, no I don't want either team to win Well someone has to win uh, Tie Nope
0: there's one game there will not be a tie, Travis. I can guarantee you it will be this game. <laughs> They'll let other ones finish in ties. You can't let the semifinal finish with a tie. We'll go fourteen overtimes if we have to. You used to. Nope.
2: College football you used to end in ties and Yes. We had disputes on national championships. Yes,
0: because we didn't have a playoff.
2: <laughs>
0: we had the BCS.
2: Back in the good days. And then we
0: just had a bowl
2: game. Back in the good days when we let the computers decide.
0: When you had three
2: undefeated teams and they shared the national championship. Exactly. Uh, Alright, I've stalled long enough. Yeah. Um, Alabama's going to send Coach Hartball to the NFL and the Chicago Bears. So, uh, Alabama in this one. Roll Tide.
0: I will go Bama as well. Um, but, Travis, unlike you, I think a loss to Bama... Means Harbaugh sticks around because he has not finished the goal.
2: You would say hasn't finished the story. Ah, <laughs>
0: number three, Texas versus number two, Washington. Texas, Travis, minus four and a half. Ah,
2: mm. oh, man. I. Uh, just because I don't want to hear Texas say that they're back, uh, I'll go Washington and even if they don't win i could see it uh being by a field goal anyways so
0: i travis will also go washington everyone said that they were going to lose to oregon in the pac-12 everyone said that they weren't the best team and they've kept winning and finding ways to win Mm -hmm. and i think they'll do just enough to find a way to win and we'll be looking at an alabama versus washington
2: national championship Wow. Michael Phoenix Jr. is electric, yep. and I don't feel like a lot of people, I think a lot of people are overlooking uh, Washington. Oh, 100%. Not a lot of people are talking about them with uh, compared to the other three. Um, so that could work in their favor. So Huskies and Tide in the national championship Now, game. Travis, if I, I was, to us, if
0: I was uh, doing some entertainment on this, I would say Alabama and Texas. And then Alabama wins the national championship to redeem their loss from earlier in the season.
2: That's right. Yeah.
0: If you were, if you were doing it for entertainment purposes,
2: Matchup in the early part of the yep. season. How about yep. that? Yep. That was week two. Yep. Uh, Texas came into Tuscaloosa, won 34 to 24. Yep. Hmm.
0: And everyone wrote off Alabama said they were done.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: So that's pick them.
2: Here they are. And they're one step away. From another national championship appearance, it could be another national championship before Nick Saban, and changes to his coaching staff. uh I mean, I back in the day, I used to, I wasn't very happy with uh, Nick Saban and Alabama winning all the time, or maybe uh, Nick Saban in general. I don't think he gets bored. I think he loves the, the process mm. more than anything. He he doesn't necessarily enjoy the game and winning in that aspect, but he loves the grind, the yeah. preparation, and the recruiting he's, as well. He, I was
0: going to say, he's probably one coach that in, when you say you have to go recruit, it's like, yes, <laughs> exactly. let's go. Exactly like a lot of the coaches are like, I don't want to recruit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go sit in people's houses and convince yeah. them to come. Nick Salmon's like, I'll come over and I'll bring chicken. Like, that yes. just seems like what Nick Nick Saban's like.
2: He loves it. Yep. <laughs> 100%. And uh, so, uh, we'll see what happens in the uh, semifinals there on New Year's Day. And all that coverage is over on 98.9 The Game. All right. So, that will do it here for us. That will do it for uh, Pick'Em. And we're going to get out of here and thanks for listening and thanks for downloading and uh, we will uh, be uh, back in the uh, new year but before the new year starts reminder to uh, stick around for the feeds even though we're not going to be here for the next couple of days on a regular show basis but we got our new year's pod our top 10 sports stories of the year Uh, both locally and uh, nationally, coming up in your feed as well to close out 2023. So uh, make sure you're looking out for uh, that. But until then, we'll talk to you in the New Year's pod. But after that, we'll talk to you in the new year. We'll see you in 2024. Thanks for always listening throughout the year. And we appreciate it very uh, greatly for keeping the show going and keeping the podcast going strong as well. Our listeners are awesome. So until we talk to you again, until the New Year's pod, we will talk to you later. Peace.